0: Clay, this was the greatest episode of Star Trek Discovery I have ever seen. I agree. This is the greatest episode of television since that episode of Stranger Things, where she goes to New York for no reason, or the last three episodes of the final season of Game of Thrones. Season five of The Wire, the pinnacle of that series, Mm. this thing right up there. Season four of Community, the gas leak season, (laughs) the greatest (laughs) season of television. You know... This joke is not going to work on only audio.
1: (laughs) I think it will. I mean, the quality of this episode was so high that it's basically caused my brain to short circuit. And I don't know if we'll really be able to effectively convey our opinions about it because, you know, when you have a character like Georgiou, who is essentially perfect, like, you know, Mm, Bill Shakespeare himself rose from the grave to come over and write George Georgiou. When you have an arc that rewards her this way, an arc... A R C Capitals. Hmm. I don't. I don't yes. know what else you can do to top. But we might have to end the podcast here because we can't. We can't do anything better than this at this point.
0: Well, well, if you can't bring yourself around to understanding it, perhaps I can torture you extensively while whispering positive things in your ear, and then I guess view that as a positive. My character.
1: <laughs> well let's take a break. I'm going to cheat on my taxes and then we're going to come back and we will. Everyone cheats on their taxes here. That's how you do your taxes. (laughs) There's something subtle about it. We're in the mirror universe version of the podcast. If you haven't picked up so far, we're going to take a break. We're going to cross the Farscape plane into our regular universe. Go back in time and break down terra firma part two.
0: But Wes, in this universe, we are the regular universe. To Philippa, Georgia.
1: The most stubborn patient I've ever had, considering
0: what some of you have put me through. That's saying a lot. I wish I could have done more. You tried. And she knew that, even
1: if she bit your head off every chance she got. <laughs> to Philippa Giorgio, uh, she was tough. She was a force to be reckoned with, and um, she pretty much redefined the word badass. Mm-hmm. Oh, and can I just add that she had the best walk With that coat and those boots
0: And nothing intimidated her Not in any universe She had no tact And God, I loved that about her
1: She was always honest Punishingly so Her barbs, however piercing Were utterly glorious
0: She was a pain in the ass <laughs>
1: Right, we're back in the prime universe, in the prime of our lives, in the prime of our experience watching Star Trek Discovery. We're with Terra Firma, terra firma Part Two. It is the 10th episode of the third season of Star Trek Discovery, aired on December 17th, 2020. It is two of two in the Terra Firma arc. Teleplay goes to Kalinda Vasquez. Story goes to Bojan Kim, Erica Lippold, and Alan McEnroy. Directed by Chloe DeMont in Universe State is both 3189 and 2255. In this episode... Georgiou uncovers the true depths of the plot against her, leading to a revelation about how deeply her
0: time on the USS Discovery truly changed her. Two episodes, man, and what a two! Like <laughs> I can see, I can see why they did two episodes out of this because, boy, there was so much story that needed to be jammed in there. I mean, I don't think they even scratched the surface, honestly. Did you? Um, it definitely didn't feel dragged out or.
1: Are you in some uh, kind of out of phase thing here, where you haven't fully crossed back into the uh, the prime universe, and you're, you're? Is sarcasm just the mirror universe? Everyone, fr- <laughs> yes,
0: everyone, yes. Everyone's just extra snarky in the in the. Well, I mean that's basically that's, that's what, what George yeah. is. Yeah, everyone's everyone's super yeah. snarky.
1: Yeah, it's t- it's the second part of the two parter that did not need to be a two parter, clumsily inserted into a middle of a season where it had nothing to do with anything about it. We go back to the mirror universe. We say goodbye to George Giorgio. Um, we learn it's the guardian of forever. That was there. Uh, we. So what's the biggest problem? I, I think I'm not going to put words in your mouth, but I think you didn't like this mm. episode. I did not like this episode for... I like this episode for everything that it stands for as opposed to what actually happens in it or how effective sure. it is as an episode. It's probably mildly entertaining at least in the mirror universe like just just watching it I feel a visceral reaction to everything that happens in the mirror universe but that doesn't mean it's quality really it's just like sure. I'm reacting to what I'm seeing because I think torture is one of those things that you're just going to react to it no matter what the states of where it comes from or whatever this is um this is a disaster. Tell that of Star- to the United States government. <laughs> this is a, save that for the Enterprise episodes, please. That's more Guantanamo <laughs> appropriate. Um, this is a disaster of a TV episode. This is a disaster of a plot yes. arc in this. This is a disaster of a season of television. This is a disaster of a television show at this point. Um, they have three episodes left to turn back to whatever they're doing. We can get to that later, but why did you have a reaction to this one the way that you did? Well,
0: um, I agree with you that I liked what the episode stood for and what I think they were trying to achieve with it, but who boy, they no, they did. They missed the mark big time. Um, it was just so jumbled thematically and well, again, it, did not need to be two episodes you could have done this easily done this in one episode you, you are it's <laughs> you really feel how the structurally it doesn't make a ton of narrative sense when you cut when you get the bookends of the the prime universe discovery stuff and they're basically waiting for like uh the uh, uh disc manager to finish running mm-hmm. to to move on to their next plot point and it's just that stuff is just literally wasting time. They were, they were just short. It's,
1: it was too short for, even though they're on a streaming service where the length of the episode is irrelevant, they, they stuffed it to make it two full episodes. Yeah. And it's just killing time in the Discovery plot line, whatever the fuck they're doing with Book ingratiates himself or whatever. Um, I'm sure, in the show's point of view, that's a huge arc for Book that <laughs> he's like yeah. he's developed in such a way where he's helpful. They basically just provide the Emerald Chain technology that's doing something to be able to go find this Kelpian ship, and
0: that's right. And then Vance right. talks to Saru. And as far as the the mirror universe stuff goes, like the point that they're trying to make is just so. Uh, I don't know. Muddled in in what they're actually showing happening, because like she comes out of this, she comes out of this mirror universe thing, and let's not even get into at the moment the fact that this actually happened and has, I guess, created like a skewed timeline in the mirror universe. Now,
1: um, can I? Can I? I'll actually question that. There, you. So you believe that every time a change happens in a universe or a timeline you splinter off and create a new
0: timeline in it is is that not what they've set up
1: well i
0: cuz if if narrow going back in time and blowing up the uh, kelvin starts a new timeline mm-hmm. then going back into the mirror universe and killing half your crew um and also dying yourself therefore not allowing mira georgeau to jump into the prime universe because she's fucking dead uh, would drastically change the events of the prime universe in that mirror, in that, in that, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah.
1: I I view the Kelvin (laughs) as unique for some reason. Was it not the, um, I don't know if they say that. Did they not say that the Kelvin exploding is what causes a universe split to happen? I don't really remember. I feel like there's. I don't think so. I feel like there's some special situation for the Kelvin going back in time that creates. Maybe
0: it isn't even that. I, no, I think it's just it's just <clears throat> it just it changes the events of the past. Yeah, because that's I mean the only thing that the the Kelvin exploding changes is uh, the fact that Kirk's dad's dead. Yes, um, and I am sure there is some other things too, but like that's the catalyst for every th- for the change in timeline. Um, okay, and I and I don't see why it's any different here. I mean, if you want to go to yesterday's Enterprise, like I say all the time, yeah. that creates a different timeline um, because they are you've got the uh, the heavily armored war timeline, which then gets negated when they close the loop by sending Enterprise C back. Um. So yeah, I think it's just just different events create new time. That's yeah. th- That's the the version of time travel that they've chosen to go with mm-hmm. in the in the modern modern Star Trek. And I don't think it's a big deal because I think they are intentionally But uh, then in, in yesterday in yesterday's
1: enterprise thing, right? It can't be a different timeline because it impacts the prime timeline, what they do.
0: Well that goes back to what I say where the, the prime timeline is actually the darker timeline. Right. Because when Enterprise C shows up, it reverts back to the Prime timeline and doesn't switch back. into But that's that's a conversation for a right.
1: Major. So, so you're saying that the Prime timeline essentially jumps the fence and becomes a new Dark timeline future in that timeline, right?
0: Y- yeah, for yeah, yeah, more or less. Okay. Um, but I, I don't think that really matters that much because they are being kind of coy with the powers of the Guardian Forever. Like I could. The way that they're playing it, I I could see it being like, yes, Georgiou did spend... All of the events that we see in the Mirror Universe did happen to her. Her bio signs say she's been there for three months, but they didn't actually happen, if that makes sense. She lived Um, the experience,
1: but it didn't have any impact outside of her.
0: They don't say that, but... I'm Well, I mean, they kind of... Again, they're very vague, because well they while they don't explicitly say that they also have the guardians say that the kelpians are now going to revolt and start a new whatever so I, who knows but the point is the uh christmas carol esque nature of what they're trying to do here feels very um it feels very off the mark because they're trying to show that giorgio has changed as a person but they're doing that through Showing that she didn't kill her daughter when her daughter revolted against her, but what she did do is torture her for apparently months, based on how long she said she was there (laughs) for. Tortures her for months while we're getting this like voiceover about a bright future, and she tortures her into subservience, and then like that's supposed to be good. Yep. Like is that supposed to be a a admirable trait that she she has the line.
1: Th- that's the only way to get your point across in the mirror universe, right? Is that in the mirror universe, the only thing that people respond to is strength. So so what's what does she change then? I, w- I would say she doesn't change anything. That That's what's right. really strange about it to me is that, as you're saying, she tortures Michael. She has Michael. So she essentially condones what Michael does, which is to kill everyone else who's been plotting against her. And she does that in the dramatic combat scene where she tosses things in slow motion and the... Uh, mm-hmm. The horrible CG on that, or at least the ignoring physics, when they throw a heavy metal thing, it just lands on the desk and doesn't skitter anywhere. It just sits right where it lands. Um, and then she goes back to the Guardian at the end, and she's rewarded for this. Like, mm, the, what she yeah. did was apparently the right thing, which is to protect Michael in the Mirror Universe. And so... She doesn't bring anything to the mirror universe because their setup there is that the mirror universe is unchangeable. You you can't change the perspective of what the mirror universe is because <coughs> it's a, a universe where morality is just upside down and the only way to get anything done is to be is to engage in the cruelty of it. It's kind of like the the criticism of Rage Against the Machine where people I will always say like, well, if you're so anti-capitalist, why do you sell your CDs? And they'll go, well, you you have to exist in the, you have to exist in the capitalist system to make some money and then you can uh, do whatever. Um, (sighs) Mm -hmm. It's the same. I guess it's that argument here, but I don't know what that, that that just makes everything irrelevant. (laughs) irrelevant What you do? So, so what's the point of trying to do anything? And if you can't change it, why does the guardian care at the end that she Tried and she didn't even really try. She engaged in the mirror universe's heavy-handed awfulness.
0: And and even when she's like, But I killed my daughter, he's like, ah, you didn't have any choice. <laughs> she's like, What? She came at you. <laughs> she came at you. Yeah, hey, you were backwards against the wall. What were you supposed to do? Talk your way out? <clears throat> so it's not She's <laughs> killing her the first time because her back was against the wall, bad. Killing her this time because her back was against the wall, and she's caused a uh, the entire crew to collapse on itself. That was good. That was fine. Yeah,
1: it's it's really strange. The I I just don't know what she. I it all really comes down to just like the the arc for this character is nonsense. There, there's there's no arc. There, there's no you don't even need a story. Like I think people sometimes get confused about. Character growth. They use like the word growth is. I think the wrong interpretation of what you are supposed to do with a character. Sometimes, like sure, characters do sure. not need an arc of change to be a full character. Tony Soprano did six seasons of not changing, and that's that's the point mm-hmm. of it. It's like he's put into different situations, and the character experience shows you what his character is, what his true nature is through these things. Sure, but he's sure. he's always the same. He he never grows. Same with um. Cranston is kind of the same or in Breaking Bad where it's just it's revealing what's truly underneath him as a character as you strip away things from him so it's more mm-hmm. about developing a character than it is growth of a character growth is the wrong term for some things like that and I think George well
0: I was just gonna say I, I I agree but I also think that growth is establishing developing a character and then showing how their responses to things change it, it's
1: but why totally do, they, don't, they don't always change, though. Some characters are just immovable, but it doesn't mean that they are poorly developed characters. So if, sure. if you want to distinguish between growth as a character changes over the course of the thing, my criticism is always that people will say if there is no growth, it's not well-written. I don't think that's true. Mm-hmm. You can have a character who does not change at all, and you can be an extremely well-written character in that regard, just by how you interact with the settings and the situations that you're put into.
0: Sure. Okay. Yeah. So
1: Georgiou... Georgiou's arc is set up for growth in this case. I think that the character is better designed to show character experience and how the mirror universe, if the mirror universe is unchangeable, how taking a person from one thing into the other is a philosophical grounding of what you want the show to be and what you think that Georgiou's purpose as a character here is to show you the wrong way of things, essentially. They set her up as growth... And they, they write the ending of her story as if she has grown, but she did not grow. She didn't have a chance to change anything over the course of her experiences because they never gave her screen time, except if she was walking around calling people cocksuckers and kicking them in the dick, and then saying like, "Now I'm yeah. on my way." I would have been fine with the first part if you, if she is just a if she is a foil to our main characters, and her evilness is just the opposite of what they want to do. They do not befriend her. They do not say, you're a good person, Emperor Giorgio. They look at her and say, this is the person we don't want to be. This is the way we can't possibly be. We need to focus on the better than this. That's how Georgiou is an effective tool. Georgiou is not a character in this series. She was never a character. <clears throat> she's never meant anything to it. And now that you got to the end, they want to wrap it up in a bow as if something has changed with her. And she's fundamentally the same character. And they, they've shown you that the mirror universe can't really adapt to that stuff and i don't know what the point of that is except she obviously has to go off and do her own show so you have to write her out and you have to set her up with a thing of in your new show michelle yo you're going to always be trying to be better because the guardian told you when he sent you off onto this show that you always have to look for the bright side of life and you always have to look for the better in things so that's that's really all Mm -hmm. it is and they took two episodes to do that
0: yeah i she as a character i feel like they were trying to make this not feel completely unearned because, but they, I, I think the key with her is showing her acting differently in situations that normally she would just scoff at. So if you wanted to make the argument this season, uh, the fact that she went off with Burnham to go save book shows that she's cares about Burnham. However, the way that you get there is her saying like, this is all fucking dumb. I don't know why I'm doing this. Um, and she's, they've got a couple other elements like, oh, well, she saved everybody in the bar in that one time. It's like, okay, but she didn't learn anything. She didn't change her approach. She just killed everybody. I, but I, she, so, she would save,
1: <clears throat> if that happened in the mirror universe, I feel she would not act any differently. She would save the people that she's with. There is there is a kind of loyalty to the mirror universe people. Like there's a, sure. you know, and the, the problem with the bar thing is that she is called in because she's the violent one who can get things done violently. And she does right. things violently and saves the day where Saru's, Saru's point of like, yeah. Hey, let's talk this out. And the guy says, fuck you. And then Giorgio kicks him in the face. And it's like, okay, well, I guess we need to resort to violence sometimes. That's not developing her. That's showing her right. outlook is actually correct in some situations.
0: Yeah. They don't, you don't ever get any feeling, <clears throat> excuse me, mirror universe is getting in my voice. Um, you don't get any scenes or any screen time of her changing her approach, really, or recognizing that things can be done a different way and, 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 and whatnot. Because that, that's the thing. is like what I was saying before is c- character growth is, is exemplified through characters, or one of the ways you can exemplify it, is through a character who does the same thing all the time who then decides to do something, to do a different thing. It's like, oh, okay, well, you've established a character, and now the subverting or inverting of that character shows that the character has changed. They didn't do that with her in this show. Mm -hmm. She's always been like the devil on the shoulder to Burnham, and they've never really gotten anywhere past that like even in this season when she's given Burnham all that stuff about like oh I see you're coming down to play on my level now it's like well that doesn't that's not showing me that she has changed (laughs) it's showing me that Burnham has changed yeah yeah. and it's they try to um, that the culmination of of her being placed in situations where she acts differently would be put her back to square one and see how she reacts differently in square one and i don't know what she's doing differently aside from the fact that she she's used to having Burnham around again so this time she doesn't kill her i mean okay so she she acts differently to to saru in the mirror universe that's fine i actually thought that stuff was good yes I think um, all
1: the stuff that she does in the mirror universe is appropriate within the sort of lunacy of how you're allowed to act in the mirror universe. Like her, if if this was well written to this point, I would have no problems with the way that she's portrayed in the mirror universe. As trying to bring like the changes that she's learned have been portrayed in this new universe, and she is uh, forgiving of Saru. She's protective of Saru. She has this new way of thinking, which she she never really. Um, specifies what her new outlook is she just tells michael endlessly like i I found a new way to do things without really explaining what that is supposed to be in the mirror the eyes of the mirror universe characters is that she's weak at this point and refuses to kill people Mm -hmm. but it's not a she never outright says like it's about
0: kindness and getting along and stuff like that but the stuff that she's doing isn't any like she doesn't kill michael sure but like i said she tortures her for months. And then afterwards she's like, okay, great, you're on my side. Now go kill all your co-conspirators. Yes. Like it's not like that's that's what she would do anyway. She would execute those people anyway. It's not like she, now she's doing it in the name of a good thing, quote unquote, right. as opposed to in the name of uh ruling the empire or whatever. I, I feel that and there's a I, I feel there's a nuanced way to insert things
1: like that. <laughs> like George Al, I think it's my point from last week. George Al just can't go hundred percent good because she'll look like a lunatic in the eyes of the mirror sure. universe people. So you you kinda I'm really just surprised that they when she puts her in the agony booth, there's no portrayal on Yo's or Giorgio's part where she's doing this because she has to maintain appearances <clears throat> in the mirror universe, and she can't go <clears throat> full crazy, which is to be a fully good person yet at this point. And so yeah. there would be a little bit of remorse as she puts Burnham in there. I don't recall any looks like that, any close-ups on Yo where she's like, I, I can't, I'm, I'm sorry I have to do this to you, but this is the only way that uh, the rest of these no. guys aren't going to try to cut my head off. Yeah. I like I everything that happens here makes sense if you did not skip getting to this point. That that's the problem with it. It's like I I'm kind of okay with the portrayal of stuff even though they don't perfectly execute on the fact that she has to be somewhat violent in the mirror universe to not be called out. Mm-hmm. It's just the fact that there's there's been there's been no storyline where Within the context of this series, I I view Georgia's change as she realizes that interpersonal relationships can be built on something other than mistrust and violence with each other.
0: Mm-hmm. Sure,
1: like and this show is so into the interpersonal, mm-hmm. like let's be friends stuff that that's the direction where she and Prime Burnham gradually develop a trust and a camaraderie between between each other. I, in my subjective opinion, there's there's been nothing like that. Georgia just tags along on any storyline that ever happens, and it's right. just there. And if down to the point of if you're going to send her off in this season this way, I'm not even sure why she came through the time jump in the first point. Like just leave her in the past and have her be a section 31, and then show development not from coming back to the mirror universe from from learning what it takes to live in the prime universe at that point. Right.
0: Yeah, that's how that's how it should go. Yes. It's silly. Yeah. Yeah, um <clears throat> Yeah, they've I think I think part of what you're talking about too is really exposed by the fact that they they did stretch this into two episodes because I feel like if you crunch down exactly what's going on here into a single episode, <clears throat> it probably works better because you don't have to deal with, well, didn't she just caused the murder of an entire group of people on her ship and now you know what i mean like this you mean with the you, killing
1: of the co-conspirators is that what you're talking yeah, about yeah
0: with the the montage of killing co-conspirators and then the sequence where they fly out to Riza to capture a guy just so he can get shot to reveal um uh, the a, that Michael is still bad. That guy's got some balls <clears throat> yeah. on him, though. That that guy
1: is that guy is in prime torturing position. He's like, yeah, I did what I had to do. He's he's a uh, ballsy for yeah. his character.
0: Yeah, from, from I don't know why they spend the time doing that. The only reason I can think of is because they need to establish that Lorca has jumped to the prime timeline. D- Lorca is um, irrelevant
1: for the amount that they bring yeah, up. It's like it's completely yeah.
0: unnecessary. And uh, but like if you think about if you think about what that storyline is of her eliminating the Burnham Burnham and Georgia eliminating the co-conspirators to try and stamp out this rebellion who who cares like what does that have to do with anything at this point you you're dealing you're supposed to be dealing with this character and how she's changed you you don't need to be Show like long form showing the crushing of a rebellion. Like, I don't know how that adds to the story you're trying to tell. It doesn't because it's, it's, it's in the
1: mirror universe and no one cares about the mirror universe.
0: <clears throat> There's no, yeah, because like we still don't even know if any of this matters. And even if it does matter, if it does matter, like I said, it breaks the entire show open. Well, that's why so that's why I don't
1: <laughs> particularly like your multiple t- every time jump is a universe split theory because mm. on, on a narrative level, we if if jumping in time creates a new timeline, it's it's sort of irrelevant to the original timeline. That's not impacted by it. So you you can never change something in a universe through the time jumps. And if we we knew that Georgeao had to fail in this, because the mirror universe of the future series is not changed at all. The Terran Empire still exists and everything like that. Right. Mm-hmm. So. If you send her back and you say this creates a new timeline and then she fails, I just feel the time jumping and new universing is like watering down the narrative impact of it, where every time you do it, you're just like, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll try it again. It's that the, the Simpsons joke of like close enough. We'll just jump until we get to something that's like relatively what we want it to be the outcome of. Mm-hmm. I, I just think that the reason that it's flawed and why jumping her back to the mirror universe to show this instead of keeping her in the Prime Universe and having the character actually learn something in the Prime Universe is that the Mirror Universe is totally irrelevant to anything. Like, we know it can't be changed, and we know that if we go back there, I don't care about the characters. And you can just kill them, and it it doesn't matter anymore at that point. It's just so strange to... Take your story and try to ground this character that you're shifting into something else and put them in a setup where none of it matters. It's totally irrelevant. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I'm supposed to care about is that she, try, quote unquote, tries to do the right thing
0: in it. Yeah. That's why I don't think that it's, I don't think that she's actually, I think she's living it, but I don't think she's actually going back in time. Because if, even if it doesn't, if it doesn't create a new timeline, that means that what, that she is changing the future. Of the current timeline by going back and changing things, right
1: in the mirror universe. Yes, that would be my right. take. which
0: which then breaks the show. Yes, because that means so she's either creating a new timeline or they just fucked it yes. up. Yes, so. yeah.
1: There's no there's no good outcome to going back. <clears throat> yeah, like the only effective the the most effective thing I think is her relationship with Saru. and if there had been some kind of <clears throat> If, if the Burnham thing was not Burnham and Georgiou in the prime, if it was Georgiou and Saru, which I actually think is probably the better argument that those two probably had more discussions than Burnham and Georgiou did. I would assume there's maybe been more words exchanged sure. between the two of them. Sure. I I like the portrayal of Saru in the mirror universe, and I like the way that Georgiou treats him. Um, again, it really highlighted to me how fucking random ass their whole... Hakari thing is wherever where they become not f- afraid anymore and
0: once, yeah. once he undergoes oh, it he was... just kicks the door down with a machine gun <laughs> yeah that was my favorite part is at the end where he's like i made it through <laughs> i made it through the other side i'm here to save you with my gun <laughs> it's like okay i mean when we saw it happen to saru it took like a couple days but i guess this is just instant now are but... the kelpians super
1: strong too I they can know. just throw people sure. like into the ceiling with one hand that's uh, why not? <laughs> and that's such a that was such a terrible uh, get out of jail free card for the Kelpians. Just like yeah, they undergo a thing and they become totally brave at that point, and they just kick some ass. Um, and I think that like just to to get to it, I think that the last ten minutes of this episode are like an abomination of everything <laughs> that I I hold dear in what you would be mm-hmm. TV wise. What do you feel about the Guardian?
0: forever um i i mean it's fun to see the thing and hear the voice and whatnot but like i don't know i feel like you're uh you, you're bringing you're bringing one of your biggest guest stars for lack of a better term back for a really shitty reason like it's i i don't i don't feel like it serves the legacy of that of that character
1: i don't like the personification of it i don't like you don't like Carl? I don't like Carl. I have nothing against that actor. Mm. I have nothing against a... I have nothing against the Vortex portraying itself as a person either. I think that that would be fine. I think that's acceptable. What I have a problem with is in the original series, there didn't seem to be this moral motivation on the behalf of the Guardians of uh, Forever. Sure. Right? At least in the episode. Sure. The comic might be a little bit different. but the Or the original <clears throat> script. The episode is just Kirk and them stumble onto this thing that mm-hmm. uses voiceover to describe what it's doing, like describe what the process is. And if you go through this, you're going to change the timeline. So its personification there is really just a voice that's reading the rules of what the setup of this story is. And the characters going back in time is entirely driven by what Kirk goes through while he's there. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not the machine talking to Kirk saying, you gotta let Edith, Edith die, buddy. Sorry, like it's just like that. Yeah. That's the right thing to do. That, that completely—it's it, an unnecessary added voice of this thing, where instead of just being a tool that the crew stumbles onto and has a ramification that's bad, it's a person who's. Jiminy cricketing his way into it and being like, yeah, good, good effort. Here you go. Why don't you go somewhere else and see if you can live a little bit longer? I'll give you mercy and send you to live somewhere to be your savior. I much prefer the device as a tool that is not motivated by its own reasoning in what it's trying to do.
0: Yeah. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I feel like the personification is there specifically to serve the reveal, if that makes sense. Uh, because I think you could, well, I don't know. I guess you could do it the other way too. But, um, I was going to say, cause if you, if you show up there and you reveal right away that it's the guardian of forever, the same way that they do in the original show where he's like, this is the case. If you go through, who knows what will happen? You'll just might change the timeline. And so then you've got a more of like a, uh, what's the word? Um, as to whether or not putting george out through there is going to fix it and stuff like you like you're, it's it's it kind of comes back to the problem that I, that I had with the last one which is they don't establish whether or not any of this is real or if it matters so it's really tough to care about anything that's happening right but if you know going in that oh it's the guardian and she gets pushed in and she shows up back in and Terran whatever um Nine thousand years ago, or a thousand years ago, before they crossed over the prime universe, then it's like, oh, this might actually have some stakes. To well, it. To, to me, it's a distinction um,
1: without a difference because he's not just in the original in the Tos City on the Edge. Kirko goes back to his timeline, so this is another thing where if this if, if right. this was a if this was a timeline split and he goes back, he doesn't change the future and his decision to let Edith Keeler die. To st- Start to enter World War II, and the Nazis don't win. That there's like there's gravitas to that, that situation, right? But Georgie mm-hmm. is going back to another universe where it, any right. change he has has no impact on the current situation, and that's bad. That's just not good.
0: I st- I still disagree about that, but sure.
1: about about it mattering in the, terms of the mirror universe thing.
0: Yes, because again, they they cross over with the prime eventually in, at the beginning of the show and it's going to be a whole lot of hell hell of a lot different now because everybody's dead
1: correct so it would impact the prime timeline via that setup right and so like she yeah. okay right so you're arguing that because they don't chase lorca lorca doesn't fall into his gravity well or whatever and end up in the prime universe that the entire discovery timeline at that point has now been changed
0: Y- yes, I uh I do think Lorca is they make mention to the fact that I think Lorca has already crossed over. Oh, he's already
1: gone in at that point.
0: Yeah, cuz cause cuz cause I I feel like that's the only reason they find that guy is so they can go, "Where's Lorca?" and he's like, "Oh, he's a long way from here." Sure. Point. So it's then, it's then great, I guess okay, the difference
1: so. is they can't in that discover that <clears throat> new discovery timeline, they can't go capture Georgel because she's already left that place. Right. She's she's dead.
0: Yeah. yeah. yeah she's dead and every stamets is dead and never. So the stuff that happens in season one, when they go back to the prime, the, the mirror universe can't happen now.
1: This is, yeah, this is all very interesting and I agree. It's bad. Like I, I do want to be clear. I don't really have a problem with that. I can, I can ignore that kind of stuff. It's it's, now that I'm thinking about it, that is kind of bizarre (laughs) that they did that.
0: Yeah. Uh, Like I said, that's, that's why I think, I think it's supposed to be lived experience, not actual experience.
1: And that's not what the guardian did in TO, like no, this flexibility but I, well, I don't see, think it matters the only way it matters is in the tos way of doing it like
0: I think I think based on that article that I read there's an article with the the, writers inverse. of, com, of the right inverse.com says the inverse.com yeah. you
1: can search for interview with Bojan kim and erica Lipple where they talk about what they wanted to do originally
0: Yeah which a, a bit of it is is fairly telling cuz they at first I guess they wanted to use q um, and Carl would make a, a thousand times more sense if he was Q. Yeah, because this is something Q would do. Yep. Um, but they also say, well, the Guardian of Forever only shows up once, technically twice if you count the animated series. So there's a lot of wiggle room. He he uh, contradicts to do himself in
1: the animated series to the original <laughs> setup, so they have flexibility to continue to flex him a little bit because he's already been shown yeah. to be unreliable.
0: Yeah, so they have they have they have more latitude based solely on the fact that it only shows up once, technically twice. So I can see I don't really have a huge problem with them deciding to change it up a little bit or give it different powers, for lack of a better term. But I do agree with what you're saying, where it's like it is a weird thing where if you're using, that's why I say I feel like it's kind of a unsatisfying use of a guest star or or a, a, an old character because. You're not using that character the way the character has been used. It's, I guess you could argue it's been a thousand years and people change, or the guardians of door forever doorways change. change. Yeah, I don't know. Doorways change. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's uh, if it's the way I would go. It's it's. I didn't find it as satisfying as a lot of other people did.
1: No. I I I think that's my main concern about it is just that. <clears throat> By by using the Guardian to jump between universes and not just back in time, it completely makes irrelevant anything that happens in that storyline. And it only becomes a story about whether or not Joe Zhao has made a change in her opinion at that point. And that's just like on the scale of Star Trek science fiction... There are ways to do like tapestry. The TNG episode is a way to do that. It's to Q show, shows Picard like here's your opportunity to redo your life, see what happens with it, and he learns something from that. Within the confines of that episode, you're exposed to what the twist and what the uh, complications for Picard are at that point. And Georgiou mm-hmm. is unchanged, goes back in time, and is now completely different a different person and and all all outlooks and all things that she says all the way that she acts and then just comes back and is rewarded for not consciously making a decision or realizing anything based on the experiences that she's had over the past two episodes it's just I guess you've changed over the past three seasons of television and here Mm -hmm. you go to move off into the future and she she asks if Michael can come with her which
0: I thought was especially pathetic (laughs) And so, it all better it all, or worse than the the another Michael. You don't understand how amazing you are. Speech before somebody leaves the show.
1: Uh, she did do that. Is that what you are saying? Yeah, yeah, she does that. Yeah. The, the the thing, and then really it all culminates in what is what I consider to be a parody scene of the true the crew on Discovery toasting George Howe. Oh god, that was, George Howe that Howe was has my been brains out. walking around, roasting them nonstop. Threatening to eat Saru constantly. And Saru is like, cling, 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 cling. Uh, you know, she had some harsh zingers, but those were great jokes. Those are great jokes, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the, it's really the show. I, I think the show is actually, <clears throat> I think the writers are a little bit embarrassed. It's the, um, it's what Ron Moore uh had a takeaway about when he worked on Voyager forever So Slightly. His takeaway was that the Voyager staff was somewhat embarrassed to be writing Star Trek and they didn't want to be writing Star Trek. Sure. I think this writing staff is embarrassed to be writing Star Trek because that whole thing was a goodbye to yo. It is not a goodbye to George Al. Detmer has a line right. where she's like, oh, girl... She wore those boots. No one could walk in those boots the way that she could. It's like that's a Yo thing. That's not Georgiao as a character. And why are all of you talking it, yeah. It's just it's completely nonsensical. Those characters have been abused by her. They have half of them I don't think they've even talked to her. So I don't know what they're talking right. about. And it's a goodbye to Yo. It's not the show respecting itself as a show in what this character would mean and what that character would mean to leave. That's an extended sequence to say goodbye to Michelle Yeoh, who they all seem to
0: like, and now she's gone
1: at this point. And that's yeah. stupid. That's terrible writing.
0: Well, it's I don't know if they're embarrassed to write Star Trek, because the other thing I, I I pulled from that interview is that these writers seem to be fairly knowledgeable about Star Trek history. Like, they were name-dropping that cartoon episode they name dropped a, a TNG episode with survivors. a similar Their original idea survivors. was much more
1: like the survivors than it was what they came up with here
0: <clears throat> yeah so it's not like they're illiterate to the franchise but that is not really translating into writing for the franchise it's it seems to me like it's a sh- it, it feels like a show that is the cast is really close and that's where the writing decisions come yep. from. Like the cast is a family. And so they write it as though the cast is a family, irrespective of whether or not that's reflected in the show. No, I was
1: looking at Twitter, that guy who plays the Andorian, he's married to Mary Wiseman who plays Tilly in this. And oh, no he was just oh, tweeting fun. about like the guy who plays book. He's just like, what a man, great man, had a great time. It's like, You guys had like so. I imagine their separation would be written based on that, as opposed to the the sentence of dialogue that he shared with Book in in this current season. It's like maybe the cast is close. I don't know (laughs) where this is all propaganda and where it doesn't begin, but it's a. It definitely seems to be treating the production as more of the points and the more fun than it is the finished product. I think, and I see that in the scripts, and I see that in the way that these characters are written out from each other and the Mm -hmm. way that they interact with each other.
0: Well, that, that scene at the end, too, I think it's another in a long line of things where it's like it's an ending to the story that they wanted to tell. Correct. But it's not the story that they did tell. Right. They have a, they have a huge execution it, problem. I can see oh, what yeah. they're trying to do. They can't, Unlike George Howe, <laughs> who executes everybody. <laughs> George Al is the head writer.
1: Anymore. The show yeah. just can't <clears throat> execute two plot points in a row. I... Give me one Georgiao episode where she learns the error of her ways in the Prime universe. And I'd sure. say, OK, this was not a greatly executed story, but you showed me something that happened here. They just don't have that middle beat. It's the yeah. criticism we've always had. The show is not interested in what it takes to get somewhere. It's just like, I want to go there now. I want to be there now. And they put you there and they say, isn't that great? We got there so quick. And you say, I don't know how we got here. You, you've been driving Perfect. me around without, with a blindfold on this whole time
0: perfect segue into the other thing in this episode that drove me nuts which was saru talking to the admiral and the admiral like right before he hangs up very casually drops oh yeah by the way uh you know osiris out of Delithium, you guys got a spore ship that might get complicated. <laughs> All right. See you later. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, the, And the, uh, the, the
1: defenders of the show are going to say they brought it up and therefore it's been executed. Well, it's not. It's right. not good enough. Yeah. It's not good enough to just bring this shit up t- 10 episodes in when the entire 10 previous episodes have, have been people going, why does no one care about the sport drive in this universe? This doesn't make any sense. Yeah.
0: That's why when I when we were talking about that before, I, I'd seen multiple people respond with, well, there's still time to do that. It's like, well, there's not really time to do that anymore unless you do like one or two episodes about it. And the way they're going to play it is like it's the culmination of this massive story that they've been telling for 12 episodes, right. which it's not. So o- Osiris the is going to
1: return, return and try to steal Discovery, right? That seems
0: likely Probably, to happen. Yeah. yeah and i but but i don't think it's going to be next episode cuz they seem to be stuck on like a radiation planet or something <laughs> but yeah it's uh, it just drives. oh and the other thing i noticed in the mirror universe they're still on discovery
1: they should be but on discovery, the should be on the shenzu
0: well yes i hadn't thought of that part but i was going to say mirror universe discovery does not have a spore drive it's just a normal ship which makes me wonder why Is that always the case I, it was the case in this episode because they're like maximum warp to Ryza. They didn't black alert to Ryza, so there's no reason to ex- assume that they have to the the That's true,
1: although what they do is they go to warp for maybe a tenth of a second and then they stop and you yes. hear a voiceover that goes, we're yeah. there. So I don't know if they right. were just right next door and they don't need it because Discovery does have a warp drive in addition to its spore drive.
0: Um, right, which, yeah, that's fine. I just, I don't think, unless... Unless they, the argument is, well, she killed Mirror Universe Stamets so they can't use the spore drive or something. But I, <laughs> I, unless they establish, let's put it this way, unless they have established previously that Discovery does have a spore drive and I'm not remembering it, there's no reason to assume based on this episode that it does because they don't use it.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I would agree with that. The, that's The other strange thing about going back to the Mirror Universe mm-hmm. in this episode is that it's i'm I'm surprised but I shouldn't have been it doesn't connect to the mod it doesn't show you a mirror universe thing of this thousand year future is what this is meant with all the dilithium running out you know I don't know if there's a good connection yeah. there to be made no nah,
0: I don't know I don't think that that would just get too complicated I think what's the point what's the well I, my, my, the my, my the mirror universe. what's the point of sending your
1: back is other than to get rid of her in a way that this is like this character has learned something you're you're kind of between a rock and a hard place and it's like if you're going to go back i don't think they should have gone back to the mirror universe at all is my takeaway
0: no i don't think so either um yeah i i think it's you know part part of part of the thing that bugs me about the guardian of forever bit is i don't know why the guardian gives a shit about any of this like there's no that's my
1: personification problem. He should not have. He yeah, should not care. Okay. He should be indifferent to this. I
0: see. there's no stakes involved other than George Yao's survival. Correct. As to whether <laughs> sorry, all my all my voice activated <laughs> shit keeps jumping out at me. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. There's there's no there's no reason for her for him to get involved. It's not like a Q situation where he's like, well, you know, the fate of the universe lies on whether or not you can figure out how to save this child testing, who testing has humanity. terminal illness. Yeah. yeah. There's none of that stuff. It's just you know, it, he's he's being nice essentially. Yeah. Like he has there's no reason why he needs to help them or there's there's no uh I mean, I guess he he makes again Whether whether or not this is real kind of matters because he he makes the thing about well in the in the mirror universe now the kelpians are all really confident yeah and they don't have a problem wearing open toed shoes because they aren't uh, self uh, self conscious about their feet anymore. (laughs) But uh, that's my that's yeah. yeah, So it's like sending sending her back at the end. It's not like she's being selfless in that moment either no like it's not like she's going back into this portal to serve some higher purpose that she wouldn't have served two seasons ago when she was emperor george ao she's not sacrificing herself right. she's just she's not choosing saving to the future
1: she's not saving michael yeah. Yeah.
0: she's just choosing to walk into a, an unknown energy field and who knows where the hell she's gonna end up I don't they know. It they leave it, like it as a, a
1: mystery. Even, even
0: Carl's like, oh, oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> so instead of saying when when she's like, uh, uh imagine if they had set it up this way. So she goes in, she gets sent back to the mirror mirror universe, and then she comes back and she's like, what What was the point of that? And he's like, Well, the point is that you tried to be different, that you have changed, blah blah blah. And she's like, Yeah, so what? So. How is this going to help me not die? And he's like, "Well, there's a point in history that needs someone like you. If you go through this, if you go through this portal, I will send you back to the this point in history that it is crucial that someone with the ability to change, like you have just shown, is uh, put into the situation, the problem that's set up in order to in order to affect." The, the course of history or something like that. And so then you've got this element of kind of talking or walking for Georgia where she's like, well, I, I don't want to do this, but I, I, I have to sack, I'm leaving everything I know. I'm sacrificing myself. I don't know what's on the other side of this, but I'm going to do it because I'm a changed person. And I have decided to think about people other than myself. Yep. They don't do that. It's just, bah! I just picked a point in the timeline where the two universes are close together, so you won't your brain won't freak out like it yep. is. Jump in whenever you're ready, no big deal. Feel free to hug it out before you go. Yeah. Like there's no story there. There's no story. It's just doing it for the sake of doing it. Like even if even if the, the section thirty one show never happens, you at least have set up this idea that George was is going on to be bigger than herself. Right. She's playing some role. Instead of just the Vulcan goodbye, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, because um, it's all about it's all about the teary goodbye. It's not about serving story. Correct. It's all about hugging and talking about how great we are. Yep. Yeah, I don't think I have
1: much else to say. Uh, just before we go, I just wanted to stress that. Um, it's just—it's pretty much everything that's wrong with Discovery. Is this episode and the? I'm just—I'm—I'm I'm really continually surprised by the writers uh, of this, and I just don't. I would—I would love to see. I, I know there's the interviews and everything like that. I don't really trust the interviews. I would I would much rather prefer to be a fly in the wall to see like what they're talking about when they are scripting this stuff because I think in those interviews they do a fair amount of retroactive um, course correction. Or they 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 mm-hmm. they they're respond they they're able to respond to something by sort of adapting what their story is that they were going into it with. All of this is it's all well and good to bring up Survivors. It's all well and good to bring up Q. It's all well and good to say that we had a different idea for this. I need to understand the thought process of how they thought this was going to work and why they thought this was going to work, what they, what they think is happening here. Because as far as I can tell, it's just a confused mess about stuff. The, the, the driving force is just, it's really cool in the mirror universe. Let's send her back there. And oh yeah, we have to get rid of her at some point in mm-hmm. the future. So if we do this, we can have the go back in time and then we'll have a, another time portal that she can go through to get out of our scripts at this point. Um it's just super weak. It's just really mm. And it's so disconnected from this season.
0: You know, like if if Yeah, it serves it does not serve the story at all. No it's just serving getting her out of the show. Yeah, There's no I mean shit, at least the Barzoom, what the hell was that the uh, what's that species? The girl with the things oh, on the her bars, face. At least the bars she ends, Yeah. Yeah, at least she's making a choice that helps other people and helps the story yeah. move forward. George's like, the, George th- the just theme just of the season the is reflected through yeah.
1: non-leaving. Yeah.
0: Yeah, George out? Uh, George out? Uh completes her failure of an arc by failing to serve the purpose of the story (laughs) even in getting her off the show even in her goodbye
1: and it's to your point it's it's a completely selfish reason to leave it's just to
0: enable her survival going forward and and even in that moment like you said it's she's about to go into this thing and understanding that michael is very important to the crew of discovery and all the shit that she's going on she's like can michael come (laughs) too (laughs) <laughs> it's like way to way to operate in a selfless level by asking for Michael well, here, to come here's with Here's my
1: you. difference between, we can close this out with this button up here, like growth and examination or fleshing out of a character, right? If Georgiou's decision to save herself using this time portal was driven by the selfishness of getting back to the mirror universe, that's mm-hmm. a better ending for Georgiou, I think. Sure. If you're going to say that the mirror universe can't change and the only way to get through to people is to torture them and basically treat them exactly the same they only respond to that Georgiou somehow betraying Discovery using this to go back in time gets her off the show and demonstrates what she has said in the mirror universe to this point which is that you can't be like the universe just can't be reconciled it's too different there's no way you can save these people and if you can't save them i don't understand how she has been saved as a character real like her whole point mm-hmm. is that people of this universe can't be adjusted yet she's somehow adjusted i would just have her go out and be a pure villain just be like screw all mm-hmm. you guys i'm going i'm off to do my own thing i'll see you guys later but or even i mean
0: she's so uh passive in all of the stuff leading up to going through the door it's like it's like trying to convince someone that it's time to go to a nursing home Mm. like if 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 her thing was like let's let's say let's say they get to the guardian forever right and he's like hey i got this door where do you want to go and she's like send me back to where i came from send me back to the mirror universe i hate this place i need to go back to where i came from he's like is that are you sure that's where you want to go she's like yes monkey's paw situation that's where i want to go so she walks through the thing she gets sent back to before everybody's dead now she's uh, got mirror universe michael still alive she's in this position and now once she's there she realizes oh fuck i'm not this person anymore this isn't what i want so then you have to deal with that instead of just throwing her there yeah and for no reason, well, the, the problem, uh, until we figure it out in the next episode, that's like, oh, that was just a show that you are <laughs> more sadistic but less murderous now.
1: The, the problem there is that you could have done that a couple episodes after Georgiou had joined the show as a Mirror Universe character. Like, if she, if she somehow, relatively quickly in the series, develops a way to go back and sees that even mm-hmm. her limited time in the Prime Universe has changed her, I'd be a little bit more understanding of that. But... The, the point here is that all this time has passed and she's different, but you haven't seen any of that. And I, I'd be more forgiving if they didn't have the time to do it, but they sent you back as a kind of episodic story of the week where she goes back and is really highlighted by how different the Prime universe is. But mm-hmm. your key to your point, she chooses because she wants to go back to the Mirror Universe. She right. wants to go back home only to find out that she can't go back anymore because she doesn't belong in that universe. At that point, I feel she can exist in the show and still be a mirror universe character who is driven by a mirror universe brain, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think Mm -hmm. that that's a character with uh, conflict that can exist in this universe. Sure. yeah. It's not going to happen.
0: Yeah, I mean, I ho- the only thing I can hope is that they do keep some sort of conflict in her moving forward, because otherwise, this none of this had any point to. it. Right. If I imagine she, like, she's going to be a dark they,
1: agent in Section Thirty-One. She's going to be the you know under underhanded.
0: I don't. I honestly don't think her characterization is going to change at all. I think it's going to be the exact written the exact same way. It's just, just that oh now we comic. know that she's actually yeah, yeah sure yeah insult insult comic karate person mm-hmm. who. Uh, but but now it's going to be like oh well she's a good guy now so we we all know that she's a good guy and she's changed we're not going to show that ever yeah it's just going to be the same personification but because of this one episode it's like oh well she just has changed so much they're so never going to bring it up again
1: yeah we're not we're not covering section thirty one so uh, if that show, if that show ever happens <laughs> it can go fuck itself watch
0: that one be the best show <laughs> that's it, come it's, out it's, in the last thirty years <laughs> so the one other thing I did want to mention is that. Um, Oddly enough in retrospect, so I forgot to mention this last episode, but I was going to say I actually could not believe that Burnham didn't follow her through the door. Like the like the way that she jumps into the trail pond yeah, right. a few episodes ago to make sure that she's still front and center. I couldn't believe that Burnham didn't dive through the door with her. After watching the whole both episodes, I kind of wish she had. And they
1: had come into the Be- time where Burnham had how, where would you, you'd insert them right where George Georgiou kills no, Burnham, same, right?
0: Nope, nope, same place that they show up. Now you've got both Burnhams working at the same time. You've got evil Burnham and you've got good Burnham, and now you've got George Georgiou having to deal with complicated feelings about both of them and all that kind of stuff. I think that might have been kind of interesting, actually, but it's probably for a different show.
1: I guess we're done. Thank you very much for listening to the show. Thank you for supporting us. You can support the show at patreon.com slash the Penske file. A couple dollars a month gives you extra podcasts. You get the ability to vote in the polls about what we talk about. You get commentary track videos, blah, 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 blah. We're talking about Christmas in Connecticut this month and Attack the Block as our two movies that we are going to be covering. Those are only available on Patreon, patreon.com slash the Penske file. And as always, a special thank you goes to Ben Douglas, Tark Latif, Joint Mango, Kyle Barrett, Mike Burnett, Matthew Ross, Andrew Chola, Cardinal Doomsday, Nathan Elliott, Sam McCuster, Matt Cutler, Nick Sergi, Grim Santoshan, Christian Pouch, Bradley Killens, Dwayne Hackett, Chris Tinsley, Joth Moss, Kevin Reyes, Jordan Cooper of All 13 Hero, Rune Vendler, HH28, Stefan Minton, Nick the Rat, Derek Zajac, Paul Roscoe, Jacob123, G, Groppler, John Zorn, Mike Harris, Eric Santon, Kevin Lowry, Car- Captain Brazen, Jakey's Gamer, Patrick Seba, Corey Martin, William Seisler, Soylent Blue, Zane Majors, and Dave Davies. Thank you very much for supporting Death show. of a Clown.
0: Death of a Clown. It's a good Dave Davies song. Ooh, ooh, ooh.
1: Death of a Clown almost happened in this episode. We're done with <laughs> Discovery. Terraformer <laughs> Part 2. Um, I don't really know if I have anything else to, to sum up with. I don't. There's three episodes left. Um
0: I Even more so than last season, I have no idea how they're going to wrap this yeah. up. I've seen a lot of people saying they think the burn is going to extend into the next season.
1: I can see that. I was just about to ask you. I don't think they're wrapping everything yeah. up this season. I, I think they're going to learn what the cause of the burn was, but we
0: won't know what that means until next season. Okay, I could believe that. I just, yeah, it's, man... The burn has been such a shitty plot line. It's terrible that i can't I can't imagine wanting to stretch this out into a second season. The burn is fundamentally <clears throat>
1: broken as a narrative construct. It's just not yeah. it has had no impact on things like it's it's it was this setup to cause... The only thing that the burn does in this universe is it causes difficulty getting places, which our ship gets mm-hmm. around. And it hasn't... It's like the writers forget what they did a couple scripts ago. Like, we walk in, it's like the Federation. Who's who? I haven't heard the Federation be mentioned in a hundred years. Oh, they, yeah, they live over there. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of them. You know, two episodes later, you're like, hey, we're the Federation. Everything seems good. We just have trouble getting places. How about you go places mm-hmm. for us? And... It's so so strange. It's just the burn is fundamentally flawed as a primary driver of conflict because all it is is a technical difficulty that they're having getting around, and it's changed nothing else in this universe, really. Yeah.
0: And it's not even a driver of conflict. Nobody seems to give a yeah, shit. Yeah, no one cares. Yeah. The only people who care are Discovery. Nobody else cares. They're they're <laughs> bummed that. They're bummed that dilithium doesn't exist anymore yeah. or at least is not in the the way that it was before but it's not like they haven't been doing investigations
1: like got, as you said the last they're, yeah. they're not investigating what the source of this Michael Burnham figured it out in two weeks by driving around to get the black boxes
0: yeah, and it's it, nobody seems to care that much uh like Osira if you wanna if you wanna go with that is at least. She she doesn't give a shit. She she's more concerned about the future, the fact that there is no dilithium, than she is about what caused it. Yeah, you know, it's not like finding it out is going to somehow. In my opinion, that's the correct outlook
1: of this. Actually, is that the the cause of the burn? I'm the only thing I'm interested in this season is how they think they're going to tie the cause of the burn into a greater narrative conflict. There, because I don't see any connection to it. I don't see that there's any any reason that you can link it to something that will make me go oh that's interesting and that will push the story forward it's just gonna seem like oh that's a fact that happened it doesn't change anything about where we are at this point but it happened
0: yeah do you think do you think that there's any time travel shenanigans afoot in that we're leading up to involving them preventing the burn from happening. Like do you think they're going to go back in time? That's
1: the that's the only outcome. Turn
0: turn the oven off right. so <laughs> that, <laughs> that first ship doesn't explode.
1: That's the only outcome, right? Is that if you can if know. you figure out the cause of the burn and it's a, there's a remedy to it via time travel, that's the only reason why finding out the cause of the burn matters in my opinion. And if they do that But yeah. That just – I don't know what that does. It doesn't do anything. I think that's the problem. It's, it's It resets the universe and you're now a 1,000 years in the future with no driving conflict anymore.
0: Right. And you've also created a new timeline.
1: And a new timeline. So we're up to 50 million
0: timelines in Star Trek's history so far. They shouldn't have brought that up. They shouldn't have. Okay. The only, so the only thing I think that they – try to do to differentiate is they refer to the kelvin timeline as an alternate universe but they do say that it was caused by a romulan ship going back in time and creating a new universe yes if they hadn't done that i think it would be a lot easier to swallow what's going like the whether or not new timelines are being created x y and z because the minute you put like a the minute you put a cap on what's actually happening, then some, that means some things do happen and some things don't. Yeah. Um, so like I, because I think if you, if you are, if you are establishing the fact that going back in time and changing the history causes a second time, alternate timelines, then that really brings into question how the temporal war works. Right. Because if you, if everybody's going back in time trying to change the future, like that episode of Rick and Morty, um, and every time you do that, you create a new timeline. There's really no way to have an effective war, yeah. Well, it's that it's, way. it's a very because um, it's not you're not changing anything.
1: It also it doesn't give the motivate it doesn't give the party of the universe that is sending someone <laughs> into another universe a good motivation as to why they would do anything because their world doesn't change. You know, if you if right. you're assuming a timeline split, you're just saying go save those people over there. In your dark timeline, you're saying go over there and save other people that I have no relationship to and save their timeline and cause that to be fixed, and I will stay in my horrible timeline over here. And it's yeah. all very technical and all very kind of irrelevant in my opinion, but it's something to think about.
0: Yeah, I think I've said it before. That's that's the problem when the when you do large scale time travel stuff is become time travel is basically only works with one point of view character. Mm-hmm. Because it changes the future or the past for that one person. Because, um, yeah, once you start extrapolating that out, it's like, well, and this person goes back and creates a new timeline. That doesn't fix the Terminator universe. The right. Terminator is still... Kill everybody, but they've created a new timeline where John Connor gets to live a nice life. Yeah, I see, guess. Well, well, in a series like that, I timeline, think that that's the world's still destroyed. timeline. It's ch- I know. I, I was just okay. using that as an example. Yeah, right. I know okay. that the. I,
1: yeah. I, I didn't know if I was missing something. Where Terminator actually says that they're creating multiple timelines, and that would seem. pointless. No, that's
0: actually that's uh, actually a line that they have not crossed. I don't yeah. think in that in that.
1: One. Well, that completely undoes everything. There's no, there's no reason to do anything if you're not impacting your right. timeline. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, we're done. Patreon.com/slashLepinski. Although,
0: I can't remember how it works in Terminator Genesis because they go back into the first movie and they do things differently. Like they go back into the 1984 Terminator, but there's a T1000 style yeah. Terminator, and Sarah Connor is already a badass. Yep. And I don't know if that is supposed to be an alternate time. I don't know. That movie was terrible. Do you have
1: anything you want to plug before we go?
0: uh yeah next week is our big christmas episode of rotten horror picture show uh we'll be covering 1974's black christmas the proto slasher film that is uh, a good watch highly recommend it it's on shutter right now um i think you might actually also be able to find it less than legally on youtube uh in this past week we had a new badass come out which has sean's biggest self-owned foot in mouth moment Mm -hmm of the show of the show up to this point so uh make sure to check that listen out.
1: to sean embarrass himself i think it's at minute nine of the podcast if you're if you're interested <laughs> I,
0: I don't mean to use this as a as as advertising a, a promotional thing <laughs> if you join but, the Patreon at ten dollars
1: we'll take a, a video of clay kicking sean in the balls uh, and we'll post yeah. that for you
0: no it's just it's just fun i mean it's 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 a funny moment uh that's on badass it's like it's like when you when you're in old tv guide where it's like perfect strangers this week balky falls down two flights of stairs and you're like oh i gotta see that <laughs> it's the same kind of thing
1: i mean if sean wants to defend himself it's just that he does so much work that how is he supposed to remember everything that's happened uh before just that would be my defense It'd be like listen i'm, I'm, oh, I'm yeah. churning it out here i can't possibly remember my bank statement from three months ago what happened there
0: no, that's, that's fair. I mean, I don't remember what happened last episode on the show. That's why
1: we, so. we have to record the podcast the day after we watch the episode because otherwise it's
0: just, oh, it's gone, it's yes, just faded away. Yes, very, very true, yes. All right, guys, thank you very much for
1: listening. Thank you for supporting the show. Terra Firma Part Two is over. Discovery is almost over. Thank Christ. And then we are, uh, that's it. Is this Christmas? When is this coming? No, this, this is not. This comes out today, so we're a little bit away. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit away from Christmas. We'll see you next week uh with discovery continuing and everything else thanks very much see ya